global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And good morning. I'm Karen Moscow. U.S. stock index futures are lower along with the price of NYMEX crude oil. Let's go to the first word breaking news desk for today's morning call. Here's Bill Maloney. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Karen. That's right. We are seeing losses in the U.S. futures today. Dow futures currently lower by 62 points. SB's drop nine and NASA futures fall by 18. The U.S. 10 yield at 1.73% and crude futures drop four and a half percent after the Doha talks failed. On the U.S. economic front at 8.30, Fed's Dudley speaks in New York and at 10 o'clock, NHB housing market index. In deal news, C-Vent to be acquired by Vista Equity for $1.65 billion or $36 per share. And regarding earnings this morning, Pepsi Hasbro, WW Granger and J.B. Hunt EPS beat and Morgan Stanley EPS and revenue beat estimates. Shares are up 2.1% pre-market. Finally, some of your Wall Street upgrades and downgrades. Cummins enjoy global raise neutral at Bank of America. Arm Holdings cut to hold at Jefferies. Citigroup cut to market reform at Keith Brewett. Allergan cut to neutral at Piper. And Union Pacific cut to neutral versus buy at UBS. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Karen? All right, thanks, Bill. To hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type Squawk Go on your terminal. That's S-Q-U-A-W-K, Go. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen, thanks so much. Bloomberg Surveillance this morning brought to you by Invesco. Investing isn't about meeting benchmarks. It's about achieving goals. Find out how Invesco's high-conviction approach can help. Visit Invesco.com slash High conviction. I opened the New York Times today, buried in like six pages, is a photo. The only thing, Mike, in the photo that's not there is Daniel Jurgen. It's a photo of Franklin Delano Roosevelt leaning forward in his chair to King Abdul Aziz of Saudi Arabia. I was looking for young Jurgen in the background. He's right. He's right behind the king. <laughs> Couldn't find him. Daniel Jurgen joins us, of course. That's a, that's a famous photograph. It is. It's a wonderful photograph, and you're going to give us perspective on it right now. King, even Saud actually brought sheep aboard, the, uh, I think, the she, she, uh, ship and kind of stayed in a, in a tent. Uh, it was, uh, But th- that photograph and that meeting is what, uh, when you talk to Saudis, it always goes back to talk about that being the origin of their relationship with the United States. And now, of course, President Obama is headed there. Where is that relationship? Are we going to put sheep on board Air Force One? (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, the relationship is somewhat frayed right now, uh, more so in the aftermath of the nuclear deal with Iran. And uh, I think that uh, President Obama is partly going there to mend the fences and say this is still an important relationship, uh, having, you know, previously, you know, the Saudis heard him say that uh, Iran's a regional power and that makes them very uncomfortable because they're engaged in such a uh, uh, deep rivalry with Iran right now, which, of course, is uh, what was so evident at Doha. One of the issues in the uh, U.S. relationship with the Middle East for many decades has been exactly what the Saudis would do uh, in terms of breaking off with the United States. And the argument was always made within the White House that, you know, these guys talk a lot, but they need us more than uh, or, or as much as we need them. We needed their oil, which we no longer need uh, as much, but they need us for their defense. So can they really 
let the relationship rot, or do they need to come back towards the U.S.? I think that for both countries, the relationship uh, actually uh, continues to be very important. Clearly, the U.S. is, at the end of the day, the guarantor of security in the in the Gulf region. Uh, that's why that photograph uh, still uh, resonates. And uh, at the same time, Saudi Arabia is the main player in world oil, and uh, oil is still to a considerable degree, what makes the world go around. So uh, they're a, And they're a very important uh, player in other issues like Syria and so forth. So uh, I think the, the, the interconnections between the two countries are pretty deep, despite the strains that are somewhat evident now. Well, what happens with, with Saudi Arabia and Iran, with the Saudi kingdom under internal strain, with uh, Iran newly resurgent after the uh, nuclear deal, uh, where does this lead us? What's happening in Saudi Arabia is that the uh, deputy crown prince, the 30-year-old uh, Mohammed bin Salman, is really leading a, a program that's supposed to either sometime later this month come out with a plan to transform the economy and diversify it so it's not so dependent directly on oil revenues and so that critically it creates jobs for all these young people. Seventy percent of the population is 30 years and younger and uh, they need jobs mm. and so what you're seeing happening on oil, part of that is really fits into this larger plan to, uh, right. as they say, transform the economy. I'm lost. What's the prize right now? What's the prize? What's the oil prize right now? I think we knew what the prize was when you brought your tome out. What's the prize right now? Well, I think it's revenues. I think it's money. It's the ability to turn oil, to monetize oil reserves. And I think that's kind of a shift that you're seeing now. It's, um, and I think that uh, Saudi Arabia has really looked at neighboring Abu Dhabi, looked at other countries mm-hmm. and said, we want to not only be an oil power, we want to be a financial power in the world, so I guess it's a yeah. it's a little it's some alchemy is at work. Dan, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say this. Just a minute, you completely reframed the debate on British capitalism with your book, The Commanding Heights. We celebrate the Queen's 90th birthday. Did she have anything to do with the ascendancy of Margaret Thatcher and the early efforts of Prime Minister Thatcher, or was she removed from your commanding heights? I think she was pretty removed. I think it was, you know, Thatcher came to power when the British economy was, you know, sort of tottering and uh, with a very determined program. And, of course, she remains a controversial figure. But, you know, if she hadn't come on the scene... Uh, the British economy would have been uh, mm. uh, in very difficult problems. And, of course, she had enormous effect around the world, from Poland uh, to uh, right. reforms everywhere. Uh, Daniel, you're going on Brexit. Where are you on the dynamic of this as we go to the end of June? Well, it looks awfully close right now. Uh, it also looks like if Brexit occurs, you know, it's going to have very you know, serious and unpredictable economic consequences. But, of course, it's now gotten tied up with the personal problems of Prime Minister Cameron coming out of the Panama Papers, and his hand is not as strong as it was, right. while his rival Boris Johnson is out there uh, stumping for it. So, I mean, the polls at this yeah. point look like it's very close, and, and nobody's yeah. really calling it. Uh, Daniel Jurgen, always, always uh, interesting. I, Mike, I, I really, I, I didn't mean that as flippant. I wonder what the prize is today. Yeah, no, that was a very good well, question. I, I just very don't know. Question. We need more time with Dan Jurgen. Always more time with Daniel Jurgen. From New York, Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning. 
Coming up, though, with all due respect, highlight brought to you by Land Rover. If it's in your nature to cast off the everyday and seek adventure, the Discovery Sport was built to help your search. Visit LandRoverTriState.com or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details. Land Rover, above and beyond. <laughs> 